I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to their, their Tropes, tropes Battle for dominance. dominance. Yay. Yay. Uh, we're, we're, I'm not even commenting on nope. it anymore. We, like we said last week, we're done commenting. Um, um, but, but we're also commenting by, you know, it's fine. It's I'm fine. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, um, first things first, just going to give a quick apology for both of us. Um, as you guys know, we record like in states somewhat proximity to each other, and um, there is a pretty big storm that I think is just left over from the hurricane that hit Louisiana the other night. Um, so uh, I think it's worse where I am right now than Liz, so if you guys yeah. hear that, sorry. And of course, we're recording uh, kind of like mid-late afternoon, so if you guys hear um, a lot of cars, that's just because... I'm next to a very busy intersection. Like, I can't do anything mm-hmm. about it. Um, and for some reason, all the fucking trucks are going by right now. Um, hopefully, it doesn't get picked up. Um, and then, um, yeah. Um, so, first things first, before we talk about, you know, how our week's going and stuff. So, my three-year anniversary is next Tuesday. We're recording this Whoa! the Wednesday before it's released, right? Sorry. No, no, I know. I'm really excited. Um, Nick asked me, he's like, are you free 10 a.m. to 12 p.m.? And he won't tell me why. I have a book, like, blocked out in my calendar now, but he won't tell me why I need to be free. And oh. I am trying to figure out. He, he said that, you know, he likes to surprises. I hate surprises. He won't tell me. He's trying to surprise me. And he said that if I guess correctly, he'll tell me if I'm right. Um, and he said I was close with my guess of a tea room, like a tea party type thing, and mm-hmm. a live performance. But it's not a drag brunch. Oh, that that would be that's that was my that was my first guess after that, but I, I'm trying to figure out what it is and I can't and I guess like well, all these things it's not a musical it's not um like a music show or anything it's not a picnic it's not Nick why won't you just tell me what it is surprise. he says surprise <laughs> Nick can you text me it I want to know Liz Liz asked if you can text it to her I promise I won't tell and she won't tell me right wink wink I, I won't tell you he guys. says that he doesn't trust you. <laughs> But I actually, I, I won't tell she you. She actually won't. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I guess I'll let you guys know. Uh, maybe, I don't know if we'll uh, record before we or we'll probably record. Yeah. But next, when I find out, I'll let you guys know. But in the meantime, um, because this is getting released before, then if anybody, if any listeners have an idea and want to like send their guesses in, please, because I hate surprises and he won't tell me. Cabs, I'm right there with you. I hate. I, I like. Hate su- it. No, I, I hate like, it. I don't even like them. I hate surprises. I like surprises when I don't know they're coming. Right, but like, now oh, that I'm I have told a surprise, that a surprise for you, I'm now, like, just exactly, fucking tell me. Exactly. Just fucking tell me. Yeah. yeah See, I like he what. did it right. Was it? I think it was like our first anniversary where he was like, um, or it was on. My, it was our my like first birthday that um of mine that we spent together. He surprised me by taking me to the zoo, but he told me that um, he's like, I'm so sorry. We actually have to go to my dad's retirement party. So, you know, we're going to have to spend the morning doing that. I'll take you out to dinner after. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And he's like, it's an hour away. So we're just going to have to drive there. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And I literally had no idea until we got to the zoo. And I was like, oh, wait, it's at the zoo? And he goes, no, you dumbass. We're going to the zoo for your birthday. <laughs> I love how you were so earnest. You're like, oh, my God, this is so cool. A retirement I'm, I'm party very, at the zoo? very trusting. Like, I'm very naive <laughs> with that sort of thing. Um, he said that we were going to the retirement party. I had no reason to think that you would lie. <laughs> um, so, like, if he had done something like that and been like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to brunch, I'd be like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I can't wait to go, you know. But he won't tell me what it is, and I'm going feral now. Um, I, I understand. So, lesson learned, Nick. 
Uh, he's ignoring me to do his schoolwork. We're going to McDonald's. He says we're going to McDonald's. Well, That's now my you favorite it's not, tea room. Now you yeah. can't even like do like the lie because now we know what we know. Right, exactly, exactly. That's my thing. Like, I wish he, I wish. Oh my god, I just saw. Sorry, we have a skeleton hanging in the window, and there's a little skeleton inside of it, and I just saw the little skeleton, um, and it scared me. Um, sorry, <laughs> I'm I'm getting sidetracked. Um, but yeah, other than that, this week's been fun uh second week of grad school um managing so far to keep up on my work got some group assignments you know how it is um i would say it's been like other than that i mean the new genshin update is really fun i got a new cosplay for it um so um but i'm I'm not gonna like talk all about that right now liz you've had a really exciting week why don't you tell us yeah so i started my new job at the middle school I actually just got back from meeting all the kids in my classroom. While I do want to share a lot about my job, sadly, I can't really Mm -hmm. share a lot of the details due to, um, like, HIPAA, I guess that's what it is, like, confidentiality. Is it HIPAA for, is it FERPA that's for schools or something? Um, I'm not certain, but, like, yeah, sadly, I can't share. It's something along that vein, yeah. Sadly, I cannot share a lot of what I'm doing in my day-to-day. But um, I can but just share... know that Liz is making a difference. I I, I met uh, one of my students, and they're super into anime, so it's it's going great. We're we're yes. having a great time, and sadly, that's all I can really share with yeah. you. Other than my it started, it's amazing. I'm loving it. I love where I am. I love what right. I'm doing. Um, I will say, middle schoolers have picked up on their locker decorating. Really, I'm, like walking around, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, these are, like, expertly decorated lockers. Really? Like, even by my senior year, I would never have had anything as nice. Like, I'm telling you, string had... lights, freaking wallpapers, oh collages. Not even just, like, crudely printed out photos. Like, collages in oh my their goodness. lockers. No, I literally, the I... only thing I had on my locker throughout all of high school and middle school was two magnets. One magnet that said, I love bacon, and the other one set was a <laughs> Anna from Frozen magnet that I think I just got, like, for free somewhere, and I just stuck it on my locker. And no, then I'd I have, like, a little you. locker shelf so I could stack more books, and that was it. Occasionally, I, I would put, you. like, um, a printed-out photo from Google Images of, like, an anime couple I liked, but that was about it. I tell you, it's, like, absolutely wild. Really? You'll have to I, like, pictures like, or something. I, I, um, well, we're helping one student set up a locker, and I see a couple lockers down. Mm-hmm. This girl has a bunch of, like, like, she probably went to, like, Walgreens and printed them out on photo, oh my photo goodness. paper. And it's, like, a bunch of photos, like, Marvel photos, like, Marvel meme photos so cool. of the actors. And I was, like... I love this child. They they're on my way. I love that. Like, they're they're decorating them the way like we decorate dorm rooms. And then I I look I look across. This person has freaking like little amiibos in their locker. That's they so have like collages cute. of um like toilet bound Hanukkah. Uh, yeah, I know you're you talking. About, I don't know the you show, know? but I know you're talking about. Yes, yeah, yeah. the toilet like, show and like <laughs> Dong and Rumpa, like little collages in their locker. So these kids dress so nice. I'm like, you guys are living it up. I love I will, it. I, I have, like, a lot of concern, though, for, like, the fact that middle schoolers aren't dressing like kids and are dressing... No, more... dressing up in, like, in, like, age... Like, fun, like, they look nice, but it's age-appropriate clothing. Okay. It's not like they're okay. dressed unage-appropriate. That's my... They're dressed, yeah. they're dressed so nice, and it's really fun seeing everyone expressing themselves oh, a lot cute. more... Um, like people who would be considered quote unquote alternative and weird oh, back okay. when I was That's in middle school. Really nice. It's so fun. Um, so many, many more kids yet? are into no, but I saw a bunch <laughs> of anime shirts. So many more kids are into anime now, and it makes me so happy. I got bullied in middle school for liking yep, anime, so same. I'm so happy that kids don't have to get 
bullied anymore for liking yeah. anime. No, fuck, fuck those people who are, like, gatekeeping, like, the passage to anime, quote-unquote, where, where they're it's like, like, you have why, to get bullied. Like, why? why? Why do you want kids to get bullied for anime? Like, I'm traumatized from that shit. Literally, like, I'm like, let I... Them, I let them right. be, like, I'm so excited for them that they can, like, excitedly wear these things. Yeah, and, um, they get to express themselves freely without getting made fun of for it. I'm just genuinely so happy about that. I'm hyped for Halloween, because I'm like, what cosplayers will I oh, see for yes. Halloween? <gasps> Liz, That's you should great. cosplay like Bo- your Boku no Hero stuff for Halloween. You will have like a fan club. Oh, I will one hundred percent. You literally have I'm a gonna, fan club. Of I'm stories. gonna, I'm gonna have to see what's what's going on. And oh my god, I'm so yes. excited. Um, um, other exciting things is Liz is coming up to uh, stay with me for yes. a weekend in I guess a week now technically like week and a half yeah like a week and a half oh yeah, yeah and then also like i have two days of work and then i have a five-day weekend Thanks shout to out the to jewish labor holidays. day and the jewish holidays yeah um Woo! i don't get off for the jewish holidays but at least and i get off i'm also off on my birthday so oh, that's nice too we have yeah. like yeah we have like three days off this month it's amazing yeah i love it i was i'm was... just like fuck you <laughs> so we'll see because like liz is in the new york public school system where there's a lot of jewish people so they have off for jewish holidays but yeah. i grew up in the south so we never had off for jewish holidays i would have to miss class to go to synagogue um like, which i can't believe it, that yeah it's a pain in the ass um they always made sure we had off for like easter and christmas and whatnot but never uh never uh, yom kippur the holiest day in the year that sort of stuff so it's fine and also uh, speaking of um jewish holidays uh me and nick's anniversary is on rosh hashanah which is the jewish new year mm-hmm. um so i was like oh my god that's so cute because our year is going to be sweet as honey uh, um apples and honey are like what you eat on mm-hmm. the jewish new year to wish for a sweet new year so um, oh yeah can i also tell you one funny thing oh yes please um it's kind of funny kind of sad oh, God. so um it's actually a little multi-part i'll promise <laughs> i'll go quick okay. um my so the current principal in the middle school used to be my guidance counselor when i was in the middle school oh wow and then my i as a, i've been in i was in special ed in high school for like for like anxiety depression yeah. and stuff you don't have to explain and so she, the, the leader of that class moved up to being like second in charge of the special education program in the schools mm-hmm. so that was like my teacher and i was really close with them and then i already knew the director from like when i was in like my special ed stuff mm-hmm. and so i just realized these three people who are now technically my bosses have seen me ball my eyes out <laughs> like my lowest moments me being like i'm being bullied i want to die like sobbing and now they're my bosses and i'm like holy but, shit but no. on the other hand though that means like they've seen you grow well yeah like that's but like thing. i'm thinking about it because i'm just like oh that's like you know you hope you're like it's just funny to me no it's i more get funny you than anything i get it's you not... i get you but I yeah, um, I have a similar story when I worked at a summer camp. Um, my second ever unit head at my sleepaway camp uh, ended up being my boss when I was a counselor like 10 years later. And um, like she saw me like step up and take charge and stuff. And like so she saw me go from a 10 year old with an attitude problem who cried every five seconds to being an 18 year old with an attitude problem who cried every 10 seconds. So yep. some improvement. But um, so I, it, like but it was, it was uh, really awe inspiring to me to be like, oh, my God, I work for her now. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. But yes. um I guess we can get into it. Yeah, let's um, let's do it. So What did you choose, Gavs? I picked the Twilight Renaissance. <laughs> so, um I literally have no notes. My only note is that Liz and I can explain this without notes. Um oh, Okay. If you're new here, we don't show up about Twilight, unfortunately. Um Yeah. <laughs> and we we have a bit of an issue with it. Um, yeah, an obsession. You could say we're absolutely having a Twilight Marathon. You, and you could to- you could totally call us like Twihards or oh, something. Oh, absolutely, I call myself a Twihard. I always have been. <laughs> um, like 
Absolutely. We, Liz and I have both been to the series since we were young. So, uh, the Twilight Since Renaissance. I was in middle school. Yeah. I going was back to the building. Fourth grade, I think. Something when like did? I think, was it 2008 for, that the first movie came out? For me, I, I don't know if I was so I fifth to, or sixth I, grade. We would have been like nine or so. So, I want to say I was in fourth grade because I got into it when the first movie came out. And, that, um, and at that point, I'm pretty sure New Moon and I think Eclipse had just come out. So then I, oh, went, I, and was, then I was able to read the book premiere for Breaking Dawn. When's it? So, because I remember seeing Eclipse in theaters because I have, I don't know if I've told it on the show. Mm-hmm. I have a very vivid memory of seeing it with my cousin from Ireland when she was over for the winter and she was a huge team Edward. I was a huge team Jacob. And I just remember her screaming at the screen oh when, gosh. like, Bella and Jacob kissed. It was so funny. I actually so don't I very... remember if I saw New Moon and Eclipse in theaters. I I, I don't, don't think I saw Twilight in theater. Um, I think I... I actually saw it on Netflix when back when you had to order the DVDs. Yeah. I don't remember but... if I saw New Moon in the theaters. I had it. I had a DVD of it, though. Yeah, I probably saw it all. I probably just got them all from the Netflix DVDs, honestly. Um, But anyway, that's besides the point. So the Twilight Renaissance is literally just, like, this sudden resurgence within, like, the last five or so years of We've had, like, two different major Twilight Renaissances, too. I think it's, like, it kind of started about, like, five or so years ago. People were getting into it again. And then within the last year, uh, about a year ago, Stephanie Meyer, the author, released Midnight Sun, which was just Twilight from Edward's point of view. However, she, um, Midnight Sun had been, like, so, like, she had started writing Midnight Sun, like, ten years ago. But Leakers had – she had only had, like, a couple hundred pages then, and Leakers posted it all online. So she stopped writing it, and she just posted it, like, a PDF of it. Because she was like, I'm not going to write it anymore because people keep leaking it. So mm-hmm. those first 200 pages or so were have been available to read for the past, like, ten years. And then, like, it was, like – I think it was, like, two years ago she announced, like, she was dropping the book, and then last year she dropped the book. Um, and that's caused a major – resurgence in twilight yeah. fans being like oh my god i miss the series the comfort it brought me and, and especially it, during covid when we were yes. all regressing and, anyway. and especially with um amazon and now netflix having it because they were on amazon for a while then they were off then they were on hulu and now they're on netflix so um that so- was the, the netflix was sorry i keep interrupting mm-hmm. you no, um the netflix the netflix resurgence is definitely caused a huge renaissance yeah with people who weren't into it before and like younger people and i love that yes absolutely. i love that a new generation like loving twilight i and um, a really like big part of the twilight renaissance is also recognizing that the original mm-hmm. media is not good like the books are trash the movies are less trash but still trash like and recognizing that Stephanie Meyer is not a great person, um, that she really messed up the Quillette tribe and stuff like, and like recognizing all the faults in the series, but yeah, reading it much more critically, right? Reading it critically while still being a massive enjoyer of it. Um, yeah, and I will say Twilight, in my opinion, is one of those like few fandoms where like reading critically while still enjoying it is accepted. Where I find that especially in like anime, you're like, oh, I read this critically, but I really like this villain character. Right? You're going to get, like, shit yeah. on by 12-year-olds. Like, I love Ball, the new villain in Genshin Impact, right? I'm obsessed with her. I'm literally cosplaying her. Um, and I know a 12-year-old is going to, like, hate crying me for doing that. <laughs> but, like, but, like, like, you know, because, yeah. like, I can re- I can read the series critically and I can, That's, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think Twilight is really good about that where we all, like, 
Twilight's not good. We know that. We still love it for what it is. We know the relationships are toxic. We know that all of this, you know. We know it's all a Mormon pornography thing. Like, you know, and, like, I I think the other thing, too, is, like, I think the reason we have so much nostalgia for it is because it really kick-started the modern, um, like, paranormal romance genre. Oh, yeah. Where, like, vampires, werewolves, everything. Like, every, like, paranormal romance, like, I think right now the really big one is fairies, like, fae um, romance. Like, all of that you can thank Twilight for because Twilight really opened the market for it. Yeah. Like, yes, those some of these books were going to come out regardless, but, like, we hadn't had, like, a big paranormal-type series since, like, Buffy, yeah. Vampire Slayer. Like, even, like, people are like, oh, yeah, well, the Vampire Diaries, because, like, Vampire Diaries, the books started coming out in the early 90s, late 80s. Yeah. But those didn't gain any popularity until Twilight gained popularity. Came out, yeah. It caused a huge, like, mm-hmm. vampire, like... The amount of, like, shows and everything surrounding vampires that came out after Twilight, insane. Mm-hmm. And, like, as, like, at big avid readers, Liz and I both can attest to the insane amounts of books and yeah. and other media that came out literally just because of Twilight. Um, so, yeah, so, like, Twilight is, I don't, I don't know why it's so, like, I'll, I'll never been able to understand how it got this big, but I'm, I'm glad it did, because, like, um, I listened to the, I just recently started listening to this podcast in the past few weeks called Into the Twilight um, by these two podcasters Ali and Cody um, where they Ali is like a major Twilight fan like you and me Liz like she knows everything and then Cody mm-hmm. they've never ever consumed any part of the series so they're like reading through the books they're reading through um, like they're watching the movies etc they're going through like the entire like everything that's out um, where Ali's like rereading it and cody is like going through it for the first time and ali was talking about how um i didn't realize how like insane the twilight like publishing process was so like she wrote the book in like a couple months at like nanowrimo speed which is national november writing month or whatever where it's like you're supposed to write a fifty thousand word book within a month like she wrote crazily fast got it published <laughs> within six months with a major publisher what the fuck and then like but she also got, like, this massive bonus. I don't remember the money, but she got she was given a massive, like, pre-release bonus. Mm-hmm. And then it was originally supposed to be, like, a one-book deal, and then it turned into a saga, obviously. Um, but, like, every single book, like, she wrote within, like, three years. That's insane. Right? Oh, like, my God. Because then you think about it, and you're like, wait, yeah, she was done writing those books. Like, like she was writing, you know, like the diner scene that we were talking about last week she Uh was writing breaking dawn while they were filming that that's so fucking crazy right like that that her laptop went like stephanie cocky for stephanie like she's literally writing breaking dawn on her laptop (laughs) while they're filming that's absolutely amazing right that's so crazy to me that's great for her i mean no wonder she's honestly like oh wait there's like research there's like people want to read twilight again yeah, I'll write more. Right, that's it's my thing too. It's because it's so easy for her to write, probably, because right? she loves it. Right, and my thing is, like, I know, is she fucking, like, she, I think she said that she's never going to write any more books from, like, Edward's point of view or, like, the current universe, like, um, mm-hmm. and she's hinted at writing a Renesmee Don't talk to me about it. Don't talk to me about it. I would love New Moon from Jacob's perspective. I think that would be a fun I agree. One. That would be, like, really interesting. But at the same time, like, we can't really trust her when she says, oh, I never do this, because, like, everything that she says she'll never do, she then does. Does, like, yeah. she's like, five, like, ten years ago, she's like, I'm never releasing Midnight Sun. Releases it. I'm never yeah. gonna do a gender-bent Twilight. Releases it. Like, releases it anyway. Yeah, like, just, like, 
she she's a lot but um she's a lot yeah so something that's really cool um that i think with the twilight fandom is that even though like people i think weren't public so much like like you know you and i were always a twilight fan even like between the oh. renaissance oh. and stuff and one moment talk about it oh. If anyone ever doubts how big of a Twilight fan I was, in my fucking middle school yearbook, I was looking at it the other day just because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going back to the middle school. There are these, like, imagine if sections. So it's like, imagine so-and-so not liking this or liking this, blah, blah, blah. Me and a bunch of other girls who are obsessed with Twilight and everything said, imagine all of our names not loving vampires. And I was like... I don't oh like vampires, God. but I like Twilight. So I'm just like, yeah. Like, if you ever doubt, like, I was literally, it is immortalized in my eighth grade yearbook. I actually <laughs> love that for you. Thank uh, you. <laughs> also, but, I had an imaginative Liz not loving anime, and I was like, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, check out. Um, but I was going to say, like, um, I think people, like, wouldn't really talk about it publicly. Or, oh, because like, you were, like, anything. It, it was, was, you were made it fun was so popular it. to hate on. Exactly. And, like, it, it, and, like, that was fine. Like, people who actually liked Twilight didn't really care that it got hated on. But yeah. what was interesting is that fanfic authors, like, never stopped writing for Twilight. Like, like whether you want to think of them, like, some of the fixes, like, the cringy, like, AU fix that get turned into movies or, like, you know, mm-hmm. just, like, uh, OC inserts, self-inserts, like, et cetera. Like, there are so many Twilight fics, and they get updated every single day, like, throughout the past, like, 15 oh, years. Yeah. Like, they've always just been being written. And the thing with the Twilight Renaissance is that what I find funny is that you don't actually usually see, like, more fanfics come out as a result like it's the same steady amount <laughs> it's because they it never went down so there doesn't exactly. need to be a resurgence exactly fix. that's why i think it's really funny um and then also i think like a lot of people who get back into it aren't fic writers so much as the um, yeah other people but that being said the fic that i picked today is from a fic writer who got back into it because of the twilight renaissance this is a fic Love that um i read a while back hi nick um, and it's called Ours is My Favorite by Looking mm-hmm. for Odysseus. That's all one word. And it's rated teen and up. And the author um, talks, like, in the, like, author's note was, like, yeah, um, I read Midnight Sun and I gobbled that shit down so fast. Like, I am, like, head first back into Twilight. If Stephanie Meyer writes anything more, I will absolutely snap that shit up. <laughs> They're like, I'm a pre- Pride and Prejudice fanfic writer. What am I doing here? And I just thought that was Love so it. funny. Um, and they actually said that they gave their credit for the inspiration of this fic to um, a Tumblr user who I will probably butcher the name trying to pronounce but it's Myers khaki oh no I can read it now it's it's just yes yeah. Stephanie Myers khaki fetish but s Myers khaki fetish I was I could not read it when it's dot tumblr.com for some reason but it's, yeah. yeah because she has a fucking khaki fetish because she's a Mormon um Bella but, and her oh, oh so scandalous her like, blue khaki shirt skirt. and khaki skirt so, oh my god irresistible iridescent um as Edward would say <laughs> um so the the whole post is the colons go to college Emmett joins a frat, Rose joins a sorority, they pretend not to know each other, and meet at a party. They spend the next four years slowly pretending to fall in love despite being married and already deeply in love. And so this entire fic, the whole premise is that um, Alice and Jasper and Rose and Emmett want to go to college again. And mm-hmm. um, this is post-Breaking Dawn, so Renesmee is a thing. Um, and so Bella and Edward and Renesmee are like, no, we want to like enjoy being like a family. So they like go off to be like a family. And I don't know what the hell, I don't remember what the hell Carlisle and Esme are doing. And I, I 
I don't I know. I mean, they're probably still in Forks. Probably. I don't know. And I would guess that Jacob is wherever uh, Ed, where Ed Bell and Renesmee are, but I'm going to pretend that he's not. Um, I don't I will I don't say thank you for choosing a college AU. Of course, Liz. Who would I be? <laughs> so, um, they, so yeah, but basically Rose and Emmett are like, we want to go to college again. And Alice and Jasper are like, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. And uh mm-hmm. ed bella trio is like no i don't want to so they're like okay um and the whole thing is they're like i want to pretend like we don't know each other like rose is like i want a college love story like um like alice and Aww. i can be roommates and then alice is gonna be i think it was no it's yeah it's um rose and alice are roommates and then you know the Hale twins so like rose and jasper are gonna be twins and that's how mm-hmm. jasper and alice meet and then jasper is gonna room with emmett and that's how uh rose and emmett meet i love that and they go rushing for frats and sororities i love it and there are a lot of ocs in this but like yeah they're not the main focus and they're kind of so, cute yeah. like it's, it's cute um with watching mm-hmm. the colons have friends beyond like bella having human friends it's um pretty cute yeah um so i picked two excerpts from two different chapters because they kind of switch between the boys POV oh, and the girls please POV. send me this because i'm gonna read the shit out oh absolutely it's, it's a little long and i'm, I'm um, like you act like i don't read like i know i know 20 plus chapter like stucky college au fix so i know i know um, i'm it's, here there the ending was in my opinion a little bit rushed but like still still cute and um, it's a it's an overall good series and um I, I will say, like, this, uh, especially the girls' POV, is going to spoil something really important for the fic, so... Oh, I don't care. Yeah, but I'm saying for, I'll like, still any, read it. anybody who wants to read it and doesn't want to be and, spoiled, yeah. when I get to the girls' POV, you should skip ahead. Um, so this is for the boys' POV. Um, so uh, I'll read for Emmett, and then you'll read for Edward, and mm-hmm. um, I don't think Renesmee is and yeah she's not and then and then um yeah you'll read for Edward and you're also going to read for all the human boys okay and I can read for Jasper because he speaks like once love it um and you'll enjoy speaking for them I'll 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 channel my inner Matthew my younger brother who's a frat bro so yes exactly Emmett was lying on his bed and listening to the sound of Jasper in their ensuite shower when Edward's video call came in Nessie had taught them all how to use smartphones a few years ago, and Edward had immediately taken to video calling, since it was a good way to see someone's face without having to endure their thoughts, too. It was four in the morning. I love that. I really like some of the little headcans that the author peppers in. It was four in the morning, but concerns like proper sleeping hours bothered vampires about as 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 little as college students, and Emmett had gotten ready for round two fraternity rush when they would revisit five houses. Gamma Delta Tau was on the list for both himself and Jasper, and he suspected that, in a house filled with good-smelling young men and testosterone, his brother was relying heavily on a little emotional manipulation to push him through the process. I also want to say um, that uh, something that I didn't even realize, like, when reading this, is that the author, like, was talking about how, like, oh, they, had it, they hadn't, like, ever rushed before, because apparently that's, like, Greek life is more of a Southern thing, and not as many schools in the North have it. And I was like, you know, I think that's actually true. Yeah, and also I feel like they would want them to avoid Greek life because sometimes you have Greek life photos up of yeah. like for no, years like, and years. That's a good and point. Years. I didn't think about that either. But like I was like but, I yeah. they were saying like the only reason they didn't do it though is because like um they they can only go to college in the north like the, the like um the northwest northeast there's, because of there's the sun. Like, I will say like there are like 
Yeah, they exist. I mean, my yeah. grad school has it, but like, it's, it's just it's not as big of a culture as right, it is that's the down thing. south. It's not a big culture thing so much as like down south. Like you have like fucking rush week. Like like whereas my yeah. grad school, they were doing like their rushing was the same as the college club, like clubs. Like you yeah, signed up. My younger brother, when he rushed, it was just literally throughout like his normal like class weeks and stuff. Right. And like my mom was telling me about like. I think it's, like, University of South Carolina, the one in Charleston. It's, like, literally, like, mm-hmm. everyone there joins a fraternity or sorority. Yeah, everyone people, in the... People yeah, literally yeah. transfer if they don't get into one. No, and that it's absolutely like, does happen. That's, like, crazy to me. It's it's a big but, culture in the South. Um, but yeah. I just thought that was interesting because I didn't think about it. Um, okay. But... Uh, Emmett himself had gone the old-fashioned route of trying to find something in common with the people he talked to and had classified the hopefully future brothers as following. Mark, who was also from the Appalachians, even though he was West Virginian. Jim Rat, who had asked Emmett about his workout routine and probably told him his name, but even vampire memory could not supply it. And Brad, question mark, a fellow history major. Emmett had picked the same major as Jasper to keep an eye on him. Emmett managed to answer Edward's phone call after a few tries and was greeted by his brother's forehead. He clearly wasn't the only one who found it difficult to work with modern technology. I love the idea of the Colons like struggling, <laughs> like like, yeah. like old people on their smartphones, like using like five fingers to try to unlock it. And, like, you know, like the, it. the classic, like the mom, like hold the phone like up in front of your face and yeah, like, or like other hands, he, like he's, like he's like his face is so close to the camera that all you see is his forehead. Like love it's it. So funny to me. Um, okay, what's up, Eddie? Emmett said. Edward backed up a little, so Edward Emmett could now see his eyes and nose as well. I will say, in in general, mm-hmm. Emmett has well has should have no worries for getting into a frat. He is like classic. Frat oh, absolutely, bro. he has no worries. Like that's he has not no worries. Yeah, but yeah, um, not much. How are things on your end? How's fraternity rush? Pretty good. I made some friends, and Jasper is cheating his way through recruitment. Emmett answered. You want to switch? Actually, do you want to just read for Jasper? It'll be easier for me. Yeah. Okay. You want to switch, wise guy? Jasper, coming into the room in his boss, boxer shorts, threw at Emmett's head. I don't know what he threw at Emmett's head. Um, Emmett was distracted for a moment by the way his brother's scars glittered in the, the few strokes. Battle scars. Bow scars. Bow scars. Sorry. He was distracted for a moment by the way his brother's bow scars glittered in the few strokes of morning sunlight coming in through the blinds, but quickly shook off the chill that always overtook his body when he saw them hopefully before Jasper noticed. You're doing great, he said. And so far, the guys have been genuinely nice. Win-win. Jasper raised an eyebrow with a face that screamed, I don't think that's what win-win means, but didn't comment. There is one... Oh, that's you. Oh, we... Okay. There was one we both talked to, the history major. He was great. He said, buttoning up a green shirt Emmett was certain Alice had instructed him to wear, since it complemented his coloring perfectly. Brayden, I think his name was. Brayden, that's it, Emmett chuck- exclaimed. I was thinking Brad. Edward chuckled. Vampire memory abandons you during rush. Emmett sighed dramatically. I've met more people in the past 24-hour period than in the entire century preceding it. Rather you than me, Edward mumbled, and the conversation turned into a general discussion of how the rest of the family was doing. Later that morning, but still way too early for the average human, judging from the looks on the faces of the boys around them, Emmett and Jasper met up with the rest of their group. When they joined the others, the boy they had been talking to the most yesterday, Troy, waved them over. Emmett clapped Troy on the shoulder in greeting, while Jasper simply nodded, sticking to the edge of the group. Troy was a little shorter than Emmett and Jasper, but broadly built and muscular, with tan skin, black hair, and hooded dark eyes that twinkled out at the world. 
His roommate wasn't rushing, and Emmett had been more than happy to adopt him since he was easy to talk to and one of those people that seemed to make the cloudy New Hampshire sky brighter just by his presence. Oh, I'm reading for Yeah, him. you're reading for like, everyone but Emmett, basically. Okay, yeah. You guys ready for day two? Troy asked, grinning from ear to ear. Emmett saw Jasper relax a little as he took in some of Troy's good mood. That was another great reason to keep Troy around. He had the same calming influence on Jasper as Alice did. Totally. Jasper answered, smiling back. At that moment, their Ro Gamma, who turned out to be Cameron, the boy Emmett had met on move-in day, walked over to their little group. Here come dat boy, Troy said enthusiastically. <laughs> Cameron laughed. Oh shit, what up? <laughs> I really liked, my favorite part was that this meme was in here despite this fic only being a year old. And this <laughs> meme being like, like five years old. <laughs> But it's so funny. <laughs> it's still a good one. Troy and Cameron burst into laughter, and Emmett and Asper joined them. Even though Emmett could see in his brother's face, he had just as little idea what was so funny as Emmett himself. Cameron gave each of them a sheet of paper. Here are your schedules for today. We've all got the same one, so you'll be able to make your way together. Emmett nodded and slid his phone out of his pocket, composing a quick text to his niece. Who the hell is that boy, and why is he coming? <laughs> <laughs> answered with a bunch of crying laugh emojis and a link to a page explaining the meme which in Emmett's time was just called a joke he didn't understand why it was funny but memorized it anyway may come in handy later I love that I love that they like would probably study memes right they have to they have to study like current culture otherwise they're they're gonna be like behind I love that right oh my god see one of my favorite um tiktok accounts i completely forgot her name Mm -hmm. but um or their name i'm not certain their pronouns Mm -hmm. um they they like make um tiktoks of like twilight in like modern like times i've sent you so many of of them yeah yeah. and it's like i love like their headcanon where they're like both emmett and seth are huge bts stands oh uh, i know you're talking about the person who's also into genshin now genshin yeah i think their name is they're they're them um, yeah. But yeah, they're so fucking funny and their their handle is escaping me. But if you guys are into Twilight and or Genshin, you probably know them. Um, oh, so, so fucking good. funny. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. So that that's the excerpt I have from the boys POV. Um, and then I also have an excerpt from the girls POV if we want to do that one as well. Yeah, let's okay. do it. Um, on the morning of day three, Rosalie had finally adopted Alice's optimistic view on their chances of getting into Al- Alpha Kappa Theta. Oh, um, I forgot. You're going to read for like everyone but Rose. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, the day before, she had talked to three new girls, including Laurel Spencer herself. They had immediately dived into a discussion about car maintenance, since Laurel turned out to be just as obsessed with her Mercedes convertible as Rosalie was with her BMW. R- Laurel's excited face when Rosalie had offered to check out the motor for her must have been a good sign, right? The activity started in the afternoon, which meant Rosalie bolted off when the morning introduction to her major had ended and met Alice back at her dorm to get ready. Alice warned her the dress code was a little more formal, so Rosalie picked out a white sundress with a big rose pattern on it and some nude block heels. Alice, too, wore a sundress, but hers was navy with a much smaller white floral pattern. It fit her so perfectly, Rosalie knew she must have made it herself, something Alice did a lot. Outside, they met up with May and Kristen, who wore outfits similar to Rosalie and Alice's, but with their own spins on it. May leaned toward simple, modern silhouettes in black, white, and gray, while Kristen's general aesthetic was English university student in the 1920s. Sounds like mm-hmm. our undergrad. <laughs> mm-hmm. May looked more relaxed today, and Rosalie put an arm around her shoulders. Are you feeling better about all of this? May nodded. I'm looking forward to the skits. I've heard they're hilarious. Plus, the more I talk to them, the more I think sorority girls may be just people after all. 
The other three giggled, and they left the building to join their group, where Katie handed them their schedules. There were only three sororities left, and like both days before, Alpha Kappa Theta was the last one on their list for all four of them. Alice insisted this was a good thing, and Rosalie knew better than to argue with her sister. May and Kristen, too, seemed to trust Alice almost intuitively, taking her advice on what to wear and where to go. People may think Alice was strange, and they were entirely wrong, but they overall liked her more than they liked Rosalie. If you, if you don't already have a clear preference, the skits are a great way to know the personalities of the different sororities. Katie sparkled from the front of the group. Even though she had dark circles under her eyes, her energy was still absolutely unmatched, and Rosalie wondered how much coffee Katie consumed on a daily basis. Every sorority will put on a skit, a little show, to, sell you, to tell you something about themselves, but also to make you laugh. Enjoy! Rosalie and Alice separated from May and Kristen on Greek Row and made their way over to the end of the street. At that moment, Rosalie spotted the familiar head of blonde hair across the road, accompanied by a boy she didn't recognize. Emmett was nowhere to be seen. In an impulse, she grabbed Alice's arm. Hold on, she said, and ran across the street to Jasper, leaving Alice obediently waiting in front of the house. Jazz, Rosalie called, and Jasper turned around. He looked surprisingly relaxed, despite the boy standing close to him. Oh, am I going to still read for him? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, Rosie. He said, giving her a quick hug. Troy, this is my twin sister, Rosalie. That's, that's, that's me. Oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> Troy, this is my twin sister, Rosalie. Rose, this is Troy. Hi, Rosalie said to Troy, and he shot her a big, genuine smile that gave her a clue as to where the calm happiness Jasper was exuding was coming from. How are you doing? She asked Jasper, hoping he knew she wasn't just asking him about Rush. Surprisingly well, he answered. It's been a challenge sometimes, but I'm pushing through. It'll be worth it in the end. She couldn't express a smile. She needn't have worried. Of course Jasper had known exactly what she meant. Troy, however, laughed at Jasper's serious face. It's really not that bad. Your brother's just a little overdramatic. Runs in the family, she said with a shrug. I have to get back to my roommate and our schedule, but I'll talk to you soon. Yeah? Jasper nodded and Rosalie jogged back across the street. With her vampire hearing, she heard Troy say, Man, your sister can run in heels like that? My mom always says those, uh, those kind of women are the most dangerous. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to skip ahead a little, a uh, couple paragraphs. Mm -hmm. um, just because we're a little short on time right now. But um, I want to get to some, the thing that I said, like, this would be a spoiler. So this is a girl um, that they're meeting. Uh, before this gets started, once they were all pulled aside by an Alpha Kappa Theta girl they hadn't spoken to before. Rosalie's questionnaire of the day was a blonde girl, a little taller than Rosalie, with intensely dark blue, almost violet eyes. They reminded Rosalie so much of the eyes that had characterized her father's side of her human family that she froze for a moment, before shifting into her please recruit me mode. Rosalie, right? The girl said in a musical voice. When Rosalie nodded, she introduced herself. Nice to meet you. I'm Lillian. Funny, Rosalie is my middle name. How have you been liking Rush so far, Rosalie? Holy shit, I know what it is. Yeah, a few alarm bells went off in Rosalie's head at the appearance of a girl named Lillian Rosalie with L Rosalie's own human eyes, but she pushed them out of her mind until later. It's been really fun. I've loved getting to know everybody, she said honestly. I mean, it's been exhausting, but in the best way possible. Definitely a week to never forget. And that was saying something, given she had over a century of weeks behind her and many more ahead. Lillian nodded and asked some more questions, but soon enough, Rosalie sat up with the, met up with the rest of the girls for the skit. Rosalie found Alice in the audience of girls sitting on the floor and dropped down next to her sister. A complication may have arisen, she whispered to Alice. You see the blonde girl in the corner? Her name is Lillian, her middle name is Rosalie, and she has eyes that look remarkably like mine when I was human. 
So, um, yeah, so I'm going to cut it off at that, but that's, like, a, that that kind of builds up to, like, the drama of the fic. Um, but, it, it, I mean, do you want me to, like, just, it's it's fairly obvious, but, like, yeah, like, that that's, like, a distant family member to her. Um, so, like, mm-hmm. she's named after Rose, who, quote, unquote, went missing um, when she was turning so into a vampire. So mysterious. So, like, her family uh, just named her after them, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so the fic, um... It's it's a decently long fic if I remember correctly, but it, it's cute and I'll definitely send it to you. Um, yeah. All right. So Liz, what did you get assigned? I got randomly assigned Quidditch. Woo! It's it's the week of uh, problematic authors. Yeah, I was literally thinking. Okay, because I saw what JK you got assigned. Rowling, you turf. Yes. Sorry. I literally saw what you got assigned and I was like, oh god. Um. It's the week of problematic <laughs> authors. Know, That's all I'm gonna say. That's our uh, that's our episode title. <laughs> that's our episode title. Um, but um, so for this is this is from the fan lore, just ex- describing about Quidditch. Quidditch is a fictional sport in the Harry Potter book and movie series. It's played with two teams of seven players, consisting of a keeper, a seeker, two beaters, and three chasers. The players are on broomsticks and attempt to get the quaffle through the opposing team's goal hoop. And so I went to the um, Harry Potter wiki mm-hmm. to get some more info on it because, okay. like, that was just so basic. Right. And I'm not going to go too much into it because I feel like everyone, even if you're not into Harry you Potter, have to, kind like, of know. knows what everyone Quidditch knows is. Quidditch. Everybody knows um, what Quidditch is. But so it's the most popular sport among witches and wizards, and it says passion for it is for it is similar to Muggles' passion for football. And I went so soccer, but also with Americans, it could be similar to our passion for football, like actual football, football yeah. in America. Um, and uh, this is just more about like the objective of like Quidditch and what they're trying to do. Um, the objective of the game is to score uh, more points than your opponent. Mm-hmm. Each goal is worth 10 points, and catching the golden snitch is worth uh, 150 points, and that's when the game ends. So snitch gets caught, game ends, or an agreement can be reached between team captains, like oh. if no one's catching the snitch. I didn't realize that that's how it could end. I didn't realize like, the captains could Yeah, catch. I don't think that happens often. That's yeah, the thing. that's probably like one of those little tidbits that J.K. Rowling like, threw out, like, oh, haha. <laughs> Haha, <laughs> just just letting you guys know, like, you know. Yeah. But, um, and so usually the team that catches the snitch wins because it's so mm-hmm. many points, but that's not always the case. Some people make the mistake of, oh, you caught the Quidditch, I mean, sorry. You caught, you caught, the, caught quidditch. the Quidditch! <laughs> <laughs> you caught the snitch, so you won the game. Not always. Mm. It's very rare that, the that like, you win otherwise, but, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and... Um, sometimes games could go on for days if the snitch was not yes, caught. I knew that much. And so that's why I think, like, it's probably, like, you could come to an agreement. And I right. saw something where it was, like, the longest game was going on for, like, months. Oh, my god! And I'm like, yeah, it's, like, absolutely crazy. At and that then, point, I'd just kill myself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's also why, like, you could come to an agreement, you know, mm-hmm. um, but um, also Quidditch, there's a modified version that people can play in real life. Yes, um, I actually was on my high school's Quidditch team. I fact. didn't get on my fucking high school's Quidditch team. We only met for like three the, weeks. <laughs> I didn't get on, so I, I, I have bad blood with my high school's Quidditch oh. team. So I dated this boy in middle school and I broke up with him uh-huh. and his sister was the cap. It was like in eighth grade, uh-huh. like the end of eighth grade. And his sister, his older sister was the captain of the Quidditch team. 
Okay. And she didn't fucking email me when I put my name on the email list about <gasps> Quidditch. And that I'm pissed. bitch. I'm so fucking pissed. I, I'm, like, actually so mad you about it still. You should be. You know, like, I, I've, I've seen this boy, like, before. Like, we, we have, like, a similar friend group now. Uh-huh. So, like, I've seen him now. I'm mad at his sister still because I wanted to play Quidditch. Yeah, that's a fuck. What a bitch. Yeah, rude. I'm mad at for least you. I didn't look stupid in our local park every Saturday morning with little yeah. bro- with little like fake brooms. <laughs> I, I looked between so my stupid. legs. I couldn't run so, normally. Why was I so, running the Fuck you, you losers. Thank you. Sorry, that's just my bitterness showing you're through. Valid, Liz. If you're, you're valid. still a Quidditch player, you guys are amazing. I love you. Yeah, you guys are. But fine. fuck just... my town's Quidditch team. Yeah, specifically I hate you. that one. Um, but, <laughs> um, enough about, I've talked about my middle school trauma twice in this episode. As you do. That's okay. It's, that's my life. Um, but, uh, today I chose a, uh, fic. Okay. Um, it's, you did. It's wow, about... you chose a fic, Liz. Good job. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> um, so the, the description is Ginny has a moment before her first match as the captain for Gryffindor Quidditch, for the Gryffindor Quidditch team. Um, it's a Ginny x Harry fic because I thought it was just appropriate because, I mean, Ginny is, like, considered, like, one of the best, like, Quidditch players yeah. in the Harry Potter franchise. Yeah, absolutely. And so I was like, we gotta have a fic of this queen. And it's called uh, Primum Par by This Is Megs. It's not Megs with an S, it's with a Z. Ooh. It's all one word. We love it. And um, I don't remember who uh, speaks in it. To be, to be totally honest, I kind of skimmed it because That's totally fine. I got home and I was like, fuck, we're recording and I got out of work <laughs> late. So That's yeah. okay. We'll manage. I'm gonna I'm gonna read for Jimmy and you can just I guess read for anyone else. I'm guessing Harry will probably speak at some point, but yeah. Yeah, it's I'll just I don't know everyone. if I got a we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that's we okay, that's to. okay. We'll we'll make it work. Yes. Okay. Primum par means first match in Latin. It was a chilly November morning and the Hogwarts ground looked quite serene and beautiful. I'm sorry for that pause. <laughs> um, there there was a calmness in the air, despite the fast approaching winter. The inhabitants of the castle oh my god why can't i read liz Liz, you can never read so that's not really a good excuse (laughs) oh my god the inhabitants in the castle were barely awake and nobody was out due to the cold apart from the lonely figure in the quidditch pitch um i will um i will say like the i just the description of this early morning is making me like kind of nostalgic for like my so I, I used to, oh my god, I used to play sports super crazy. Oh my I god, know. Liz. Um, but it just reminds me of, like, waking up really early on, like, a Saturday morning to go play, like, sports. Don't fucking And, like, the kind, of, the kind of, like, fall weather of New York. Because, like, the Northeast morning fall weather is, mm-hmm. it hits different. It does. You know what I mean? You're doing it in college. It, it, it's, for me, it's just so nostalgic, and it, like, it. It's one of the things that I really associate with the fall and makes me love about the fall. So this is giving me, like, vibes of that, and I love it. Okay. I, like, I'm so excited to be back in the fall. Like, yes. and I'm going to be waking up early. Same. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, that day was the first Quidditch game of the season, and her first game as captain of the Gryffindor Quidditch team. Ginny had worked hard hard to put together a decent team, as most of the season players left had left. She had to start off fresh. Dem Elza Robbins ha- had won her spot back as chaser, and she had assisted Ginny further in the tryouts. 
A new find, Heather Moore, was a fear was fierce with a quaffle and was adept at dodging bludgers. Her only drawback was that she was a chatterbox and had a tendency to get distracted by what was happening with the other players instead oh of God. concentrating ADHD on herself. Queen, I was gonna say ADHD queen. Um, the three chasers worked well together, and Ginny was confident that they could pull off something. Some of the complex plays, like Finborough Flick and Parkins Pincers, they had they had been experimenting with. Richie Coots and Jimmy Peaks had also made the team, and the duo joined the girls for selecting the keeper and, the, and seeker. The keeper tryouts were nothing but a disaster. Oh, None God. of the applicants who played in the first half hour could save more than two goals out of a total of five that was required. Cringe. Cringe, bro. <laughs> um, Ginny was dreading the outcome of the keeper's tryout. Without an efficient keeper, all the efforts of the chasers were, were compromised, and she was just about to give a pope when Matthew Waltham walked down to the pitch, gasping for air and apologizing profusely for being late. He was a fifth year and a decent keeper, and Ginny felt confident that some rigorous training would be enough to enhance his skills. The last, uh, the last spot to be filled was the seeker. The position was a tough decision, as Harry, had a, Harry was a hard act to follow. However, Dennis Creevy outflew all competition Aww, and earned his spot. Isn't that the little dude who, like, was obsessed with him? Yeah! Or no, was, I think it was Colin, and I think that's his brother. That's his younger brother. Yeah, yeah. that's really cute. Mm-hmm. He was very determined to play his best and always worked hard. He was always seen at the pitch attempting to learn new moves. Whenever anyone asked him why he spent so much of his time on the, at the pitch, he just shrugged at them and mumbled something about preparing to win. Aww. Privately, he had later confided in Ginny that it was a way, it was a way so he could make Colin proud. Aww, Apparently, wait, this Colin is die? like yes, he did. Oh, that's really sad. <laughs> I know, right? I forgot. I mean, it could still be like an awe, like he's like making yeah. I was like, you have to make him proud. Oh no! Oh no! That's why <laughs> I forgot Harry Potter. <laughs> one one moment. Sorry, just the fire. Oh, that's department. what that was. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, where was I? But apparently, Colin had been the one to spot Dennis's talents. Mm, one moment. <laughs> She's gotta go, Liz. I'm sorry. <laughs> apparently, Colin had been the one to spot Dennis's talent for the game. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, don't speak ever. Simply, um, simply, just like. Is it Shut stopped? Up, you know? Is it stopped? I mean, I, I, it'll it'll be able to be edited out regardless. You didn't have to stop. I think it's funny that you stopped. <laughs> Apparently, Colin had been the one to spot Dennis's talents for the game. They had been flying for fun one day when Colin decided to make a game of it by throwing golf balls at Dennis. He had managed to catch most of the balls, most to the surprise of Colin. Ginny understood that feeling all too well and encouraged it, but also insists that he not run himself ragged. There was. There were other ways to honor Colin's memories. Dennis slowed down for a little, down a little after that. He had taken up photography, which was something Colin Aww, loved to do, and it made you. Dennis feel closer to him. He was starting to heal. Ginny was happy. Uh, Ginny was happy with the team she had put together. They had trained very hard, each and every member using Quidditch as a means to expel all their pent-up anger and difficult times, and just for a little while, they escaped. There were numerous times where Ginny herself went for, for, for a fly to calm down after she had a panic attack or a, fa- a flashback about the past year. 
And that's kind of where I just cut it off. Mm. I know I took a really short ex- excerpt. No, that's really, I, I liked it a lot. It's a like... really good fic. And it's just, I didn't find really a good place to stop after this. And it's just, it's really good to hear kind of about, uh, like, Hogwarts getting back to normal yes. after the Battle of Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you don't really think about it much after that. Where it's like, yeah, the next year, like, they kind of had to go They're back and fucked, like bro. learn. Um, but I mean, like, yeah. also, I I really do like um, just the the what's the uh like Quidditch part of it. that that was an actual like Quidditch pick where the main focus was Quidditch and I really liked it. Yeah, it's yeah no that's why I also chose it because a lot of other Quidditch fix will like it's kind of they're not necessarily like all about Quidditch and they're much more about like Quidditch as a backdrop and like mm-hmm. other stuff more happening while this one is really about like Ginny building up the team and I just love like hearing about Ginny play Quidditch because as we yeah. said she's like considered one of the best Quidditch players yeah and, absolutely you know and her building up the team and them all being like you know getting back to a little bit of normal after mm-hmm. all of the craziness and all of like the loss and the tragedy because I mean you just have to move on you and have to, yeah um this one's great because it leads to i think this is like one where it's like yeah like harry comes to the game and it's super oh, cute oh that is really cute yeah i love it and mm, i i love harry potter so much it's such a comfort for me i always talk about this <coughs> I did go back and buy, um, last year when Draco TikTok was huge, there was a specific candle that everyone was obsessed with, and it's actually a really good candle. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, my favorite, so it's called Mahogany Apple. It's a variant of the Mahogany Teakwood scent, which is one of my favorite Bath & uh-huh. Body Works scents anyway, mixed with apple, mm-hmm. and apple is my favorite fall, like, flavoring. You know, like, where it's, like, you know how everyone's, like, obsessed with, like, pumpkin stuff during the fall? Mine's apple, because I grew up in New York. Yes, so really good I apples. also prefer apple, so I... Like, I apple cider, apple cider donuts, like, mm, everything. So, this is definitely, like, my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. So I thought that I would just mention that a little, little Aww. fun Harry Potter TikTok mention and shout out. Yeah, and um, you got called a weeb. Oh, my God, wait, I actually have a really funny story about oh, Harry okay, Potter. okay, okay. So we were talking about, um, so I have, like, two, like, we were thinking of having a very small, like, get-together for my birthday, because Mm -hmm. literally, like, me and, like, four other people I know, who were all just, like, in the same friend group together, Mm -hmm. all have, like, birthdays within two weeks. And so we were, we were thinking about having just, like, a very small get-together, you know, because, like, there's still COVID. We're all vaxxed, obviously, but still wanted to keep it small, and so we were thinking, um... So me and my friend Sue and my friend Miles are playing Guild Wars together, and me mm-hmm. and Sue are thinking of, like, a theme, and Sue is like, well, I was thinking Harry Potter, because we all like Harry Potter, but we want to dress up, and who just has Harry Potter clothes laying around? And me <laughs> and Miles, me and Miles at the same time went, uh, me? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, no, like, you absolutely have Harry Potter I was Potter like, shit. I was oh like, Miles, God. this is why we are friends, this is great. Yeah, no, I have, um, well, from before... We, the whole like a lot of the shit with jk rowling came out mm. i do have like an official wand and an official um hufflepuff like tie and then i bought like a random off-brand like sweater vest mm. and then i just like put other stuff like 
my own little fun spin. So uh, you guys will hear more updates about the theme party, oh, and we'll so see cute. costumes from it. Cause we're gonna dress yes, up. It's gonna I'd be love fun. to see the costumes. But yeah, I I want to convince everyone to do a Harry Potter, but also I kind of don't because right, I don't want to. Because like yeah, I don't want people to then go buy official stuff. So maybe we'll do something else. Probably we'll do something else. I mean, regardless, yeah. I can't wait to see the costumes because that sounds like it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's gonna be great. I have a very busy uh, like september mm. so it's gonna be tell. amazing tomorrow's the first day of school so that's gonna be awesome Ooh. oh i'm so very like, excited today then just like the they came feet. in came like, in put in their locker like put uh, their stuff in their lockers uh we we saw some of their classes and it, it was it was great but tomorrow's like the full day Ooh. so we'll see how tomorrow goes i know see? it's gonna go great because you're great with kids you were excited thank to you be there. like liz this is a really good job for you and i'm very excited thank to see you blossom. thank you <laughs> liz was like i, mean, I guess i guess thank okay you. so Blushes. um we are in a bit of time crunch so we're gonna go ahead and wrap up here. i gotta go to therapy <laughs> i wasn't gonna say it but i <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to therapy tomorrow. Um, get therapy, guys. It's good for you. It's great for you. Um, so, Liz, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at Twitch, and TikTok at Lazily Liz. What about you, Gabs? You can find me on the internet at Flaggy the Nerd on Twitch, Twitter, and TikTok. Liz, where can we find more on the show? Well, you can find the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or their Tropes Battle for Dominance. Uh, you can email us like with good Twilight fix. Uh, Gabs is still looking out for a commission for a good Twilight I fix. I will. Whoever so emails please, me, like I will commission you. <laughs> yes, and good Maze Runner fix for me. Email or just general feedback, anything you want. Yes. Email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. Wherever you listen to the show, please like rate, follow, comment, subscribe, whatever it is. All that jazz. you listen, it helps us a lot. Thank you. Yes. Um, is there anything we're missing? Nope. Okay, we'll stay tuned until next week. Bye, guys. Bye.